Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. All right, let's do it. <laughs> the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Thank you very much for being here, Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. How are you feeling? Let's get that out of the way right now. We'll get to that in a second. All right. We got caucusing to do, okay, I, I in know. Iowa today. Yes. Did you see Marco Rubio endorse Trump? <laughs> I was a little surprised at that because what weren't they, didn't he call him Little Marco? Yeah, well, there was all of that back in 2016. It's just amazing to me to this day. Isn't <laughs> that where the whole nickname came from? Well, yeah. It's Rubio! Well, yes. Yeah, right. Yeah, that whole thing. He mocked him the time he drank water on oh, TV and got yeah. the dry oh, mouth, yeah. that whole they thing. They put Marco on, and he's like this, and we will, ah, ah, I need water. Help me. I need water. Help. <laughs> Gosh dang. <laughs> you forget all these people that Trump made enemies with at one point in time. Yeah. They came back around at some point. And, yes, Rubio has endorsed Trump for president, so he is Back on. Thank God he has really large ears, the biggest ears I've ever seen. All right, we can move by that all now. He He's on board. Fun of people. <laughs> okay, so as we've seen of all the news stations talking about it, all eyes on Iowa tonight. And yes, I would guess that's true. Yeah, kind of. I mean, it, I would guess more eyes are going to be on the NFL tonight. To be I, honest, I believe, I absolutely believe that. Yes. Yeah, pro- especially because it right now, and and maybe something crazy could happen. But right now, it seems like it's a foregone conclusion that right. Trump's going to run the table, and and that's it. But we thought the same thing about the Cowboys yesterday. <laughs> You're just no, going to blow that one right out of. How about this, <laughs> Was there anyone on this show that said there would be an early exit in the playoffs? I, I you had did. a conversation with some of our colleagues uh, across the hall at the sports station, and they were just like, stick to news talk, buddy, okay? They're going to at least go two games into the playoffs. And I'm like, I'm, I think it's going to be a one and done. Uh-oh. Hey, I had a bad feeling, but I didn't know it was going to be that bad. The defense, holy cow. Yeah. Giving up that many points. I mean, that was a shocker to a lot of people but now as far as what do you do if you're jerry and you're looking at you know mike mccarthy well yeah well belichick's on the plane right now i don't know man (laughs) what you kidding me i don't know i mean he didn't look all that great the last couple of years well he didn't have you might need you might need some new blood i don't know i I don't know what the answer is the same thing but i'm thinking jerry has a place in his heart for those guys who you know won before it could be Tough as nails, guys. That's Belichick. Sure. Well, and then what about the future of Dak Prescott? You're fired, Mom. I don't well, know. I mean, you've been saying this for a long time about him. I said I mean, I don't, they'll never win it with Dak. You have. I'll go on record as saying that. Since, I yeah. say it every year. I want him to prove me wrong. I really do. I don't see it happening. Yeah. Well. Just don't see it happening. Okay. What's next on the list, Scott, to go down? I'll of, let you run the show. Of things? No, no, I don't want to run. The show. <laughs> I have no, I have no interest in that whatsoever. Do you want to get uh, some action on the game tonight? More on that a little bit later. Yeah, because there's other things going on. We got to hit what's happening uh, with everything going on in the Middle East because this has gone to another level in the last few days. And we had all this nonsense over the weekend with a bunch of protesters, everything else. 
So now we're talking about, okay, asylum seekers. We're talking about people that are coming in through the southern border. Yeah. We've got the world on fire, and we've got an individual here to make sense of it all, David. Oh, right. Well, Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson wonders why the Biden <laughs> administration— Yeah. That's, that's who's going to make sense of all this? Yes, yeah. That's he, funny. He, he's wondering why the Biden administration is treating Ukrainian refugees— better than other asylum seekers. See, he says, look, the federal government hasn't really helped us at all with all of these <clears throat> asylum seekers who have come across the southern border. However, they have provided support to Ukrainian refugees. Uh, so he did an interview with the local CBS affiliate and went on this tangent when he was asked a very simple question. Hey, are you going to have to raise local taxes in order to deal with the illegal immigrant crisis? Because you don't have any money. Well, that's true. Yes. So what does he say? There are 30,000 Ukrainians in this city right now who sought asylum, who were refugees. What's the difference between that crisis and the crisis that we're experiencing now? So this is not an unprecedented demand. There were services that were attached. Hold on. Individuals. David, you have that furrowed look on your brow. Well, there is. I, I, I think what he's trying to hint at is a racial thing because that's that guy's bread and butter. Everything comes down to something is racist if it negatively affects him. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there is an absolute difference, and you can criticize the resettlement program of Ukrainians all you want, but there was actually a process that they went through where there were multiple nations in Europe that got together. The United Nations got involved. I mean, you had an actual resettlement program. Because tanks came across the border right. in Ukraine, there was an organized process that occurred. Not Remember all the women and children leaving Ukraine, right. so they didn't die. Yeah, not 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 millions and millions of people just sneaking across the southern border. That that's that's the key difference. Paying to get across, coming in in caravans. Yeah, yeah. Sponsored by someone. Well, you're right. He's going to make this about race. Because that's what he does. Well, of course. Yeah. Yes, he goes on. To individuals who were seeking asylum from the Ukraine. And the federal government acted. And so my question is, and it's the question that everybody is raising, what's the difference between those who are seeking asylum in this country, 30,000 of whom are in the city of Chicago, what's the difference between Ukrainian refugees following the procedure, and those who are dummy. seeking asylum from Central and South America? <laughs> right. How hard is it to figure well, besides out? Besides that, yeah. It's lame. Right. But again, man, that's just like, that's the call you go to. All right, how can we make this into race somehow, Mm -hmm. some way? Isn't that what uh, Fonnie Willis did over the weekend, too? Oh, yeah, absolutely. The Fulton County DA who's going after Donald Trump is now facing her own controversy after it's being reported that she had an affair with the prosecutor, that she chose to go after Trump. She paid him. There may have been some under-the-table uh, coordination meetings with members of the White House team. And uh, hands. And, well, yes. I mean, yeah, it was a little little handsy, mm. apparently. Under the mm. table. Yeah. Fonnie Willis, that is the name of the uh, Fulton County D- uh, DA, she gave a sermon at a church over the weekend, which I thought was Christian nationalism. <laughs> when you had a... <laughs> I mean, yes, really. Yes. <laughs> Only when it comes to some people, this is different. Right. She shows up at a church and she's allowed to give a sermon and talk about the politics behind going after Donald Trump. And she suggested that people are only criticizing her now because she's a strong black woman fulfilling the word of God. Here we go. You cannot expect black women to be perfect and 
and save the world. Perfect and what? Save the world. Whoever you did. You can't expect. What I, kind I of straw know. man argument is that? I don't, I don't know. know. We expect you to be perfect. Whoever said that? No one. Okay. All right. So it, they're coming after us again. The Lord is completing us. We are not perfect. We need your prayers. We need to be allowed to stumble. We need grace. With that kind of support, we will move mountains and do Jesus' will. Stumbling all... Wow, man. Golly. Okay. So what is Jesus' will she's talking about right here? Uh, presumably, it's uh, locking up Donald Trump, apparently. Yeah. Is that what it is? I, I don't know. I guess it's what? Blessing fornication? I don't know what she's I, talking about. I mean, are we talking about a gospel message here, or is she mixing that up with something else? Dude, I, that's I, what it seems like. It, it Again, what's it boil down to? What's she doing right away? <sighs> yeah, Boy, here it goes. Course. Stumbling all the way. So his flawed, hard-headed, and imperfect child has a message for each of you today. Please find a way to do your extraordinary, God-given assignment and make this community and the world a better place for all of his people. And stumble all the way along, which people will do because we're human. But you're always trying to do better, aren't you? Yeah. Is there any part of that? Stumbled into the arms of a corrupt prosecutor, apparently. Who was married. As Jesus would have wanted. Of course. See, it is never about who you are. It is always about the great I am and who he is. Oh, my. (laughs) Man. I'm just... I'm just wondering again, why why are these types of examples never included in the liberal hand-wringing documentaries on Christian nationalism? Because they don't fit the narrative, right. as you already know. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like some <laughs> snake handler goes out there and talks about voting for Trump, and it's like, oh, terrible, oh my gosh, this is just white Christianity. <laughs> ah. And then you got this lady who's saying, yeah, Jesus wanted me to have an affair with this person because I'm doing his will by prosecuting Donald Trump. And if you criticize that, you're racist and hate Jesus. I mean, right. that, that's insanity. Yeah, it really is, man. That's that's really something there. Um, in other news, it was a brutal weekend for a whole lot of people weather-wise. Mm. Um, you know, a ton of snowfall all over the place, and they had to put a reminder out in Bellevue, Nebraska. Local officer posted this online. If you live in Old Town Bellevue and are currently pouring gas onto the snow and trying to light it on fire as a form of snow removal, <laughs> you cannot do that. Our officers are on the way to talk to you now. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I thought this was America. <laughs> There's no further details, but uh, it, hopefully it didn't sound like anyone was hurt. A little gasoline on the snow. <laughs> well, on, snow hey, removal. Fire melts ice, right? Gotta try to create here. Yeah. Okay. Um, does the FAA really want to stock up on employees with severe intellectual problems? The answer to that question, straight ahead.
imagine. It's the last ride, but your symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBS-C are taking you for a ride. What should you do? Keep managing your constipation with belly pain the same old way? Or try getting ahead of your symptoms by talking to your doctor about treating it with Linzess, linaclotide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBS-C in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine, what could relief from IBSC mean for you? Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. Hey guys, this is Dr. Williams, radio show host and chief scientific officer at Invite Health. And I hear from men every day about their struggles with erectile dysfunction and prostate issues from bad sleep, no energy, problems performing in the bedroom. With 25 years of satisfied customers, we know that our powerful blend of clinically studied nutrients and prostate HX can help. Order your bottle of prostate HX today and get 50% off. Order two bottles and receive a free bottle of our testosterone enhancing formula, Masculine HX. Call 800 671-9900. That's 800-671-9900. If you want better sleep, more energy, and of course, stamina, call us now for Prostate HX. And don't forget to get your free bottle of our testosterone-boosting masculine HX. Call 800-671-9900. That's 800-671-9900. Or go to ProstateHX.com. That's ProstateHX.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Been a lot of talk over the last week just about flying. You see this piece at Fox News, and you're asking the question, is this true? Does the FAA really want to stock up on employees with severe intellectual problems? Where was that when I was around? <laughs> Radio was the only thing open then. That, that was right. it. Terrible. Stumbled in. And... You look at it, and sure enough, the FAA is actively recruiting workers who suffer severe intellectual disabilities, psychiatric problems, and other mental and physical conditions under a diversity and inclusion hiring initiative spelled out on the agency's website. Can you imagine the recruitment process? (laughs) Where do you have to go? Find all your exes? That live in Texas? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Targeted disabilities are those disabilities that the federal government, as a matter of policy, has identified for special emphasis in recruiting and hiring. That's what it says on the website. They include hearing, vision, missing extremities, partial paralysis, complete paralysis, epilepsy, severe intellectual disability, psychiatric disability, and dwarfism. Okay, no offense. Wow. You want everyone to have a shot at a gig that they can be good at. I don't know who's signing up for Stevie Wonder to be their Uber driver. <laughs> I mean, well, no offense. Well, Stevie Wonder would be fine because Stevie Wonder's not actually blind. See, you remind me of that. The yeah. David Van Camp theory, yeah. What Are you surprised by this? Well, a little bit because it's the FAA. Yes. Yeah, like... 
What what positions though are they filling there? I mean, I that that's my biggest question. Like, again, nothing against somebody who's a, a dwarf and paralyzed, but I don't really want you around the process of landing planes. You know, you might. You, there may be some things that you can't do just because you, you just can't do the job. Right. The initiative is part of the FAA's diversity and inclusion hiring plan which says diversity is integral to achieving FAA's mission of ensuring safe and efficient travel across our nation and beyond. Can we just get back to the old days of hiring people based on their skill set? Can we do that? Is it integral? Is diversity integral to achieving the mission of ensuring safe and efficient travel across the nation and beyond? I don't know how. If you're hiring somebody based only on the way they look or their handicap, I don't know. They say that all the time. Diversity is our strength. Is it? Yeah. There's nothing against diversity. It's great if no, you can have right. a diverse amount of people on a team <laughs> no that problem. all serve together no and they do a great job. That's right. But is it necessary? That's right. No. You know, we, we played this audio last week on, on Friday, and you were out, Jamie, so I don't know if you've heard this. It's Matt Lohmeyer. He's a, a – well, he was a commander in the Space Force and then wound up leaving because he started talking about Marxism in the military and pushing DEI initiatives and all of this. And so okay. now he's just outspoken saying, hey, look, I'm going to speak because the men and women in uniform can't. So I'm Good. going to speak against it. He was at a, uh, a congressional hearing last week and said this. The clip's a little long. We don't have to listen to the whole thing. But um, on this topic, I think you'd appreciate what he had to say. Oh, I'd love to hear Words it. matter, and we're losing touch with this. I would reject the notion that diversity is our strength based on DEI definitions of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Merit based, okay, I'm going to get away from that because if we're trying to find a unity of, of understanding, let me say this, skill and performance matter in the military if you'd like to deter conflict and win our nation's wars, period. As a commander in the military, I had a black colonel fly across the country to promote me to lieutenant colonel because I loved the hell out of the guy and respect his views on the Federalist Papers, which he was teaching me after work hours, and because he was the best leader I've ever worked with. The best airman that I had working for me, incidentally, was a transgender airman. So don't bullshit me and say that you think you know what you're talking about. You've never served. You don't understand how this works. We care about performance in the military. Period. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, applause. And if, Absolutely. And, and if these boxes get checked, great, but that doesn't mean you have to have it. You just want the best people. Yes. Right. That's really well said. Oh, by the way, to answer your question from earlier, doing fine. Yeah. Did someone mention that I had a toothache the other day? Is that why I was out? You said you were getting your wisdom teeth yeah. pulled. Yeah. Someone's like, yeah, those guys are saying you had a toothache or something. I'm like, well, I had a wisdom tooth extracted. No, we didn't was... say toothache. Anyway. Um, yeah, it's the ne the regular stuff. You're on goofballs. You know, I've heard that uh, when you get it done a little later in life, you know, when you're forced, to, <laughs> yeah, it can be a little more painful. I have nothing other to compare it to than my kids having it done. Did you have and a dreaded dry socket? No, no, good. no dry socket there. That's good. No, but I had stopped taking uh, the the drugs on Saturday, I think, because just because of the headaches. And now I'm too freaked out. I'm like, am I going to get addicted to these? No. I don't want an opioid addiction. Yeah. I'll just yeah. deal with I'll deal with the throbbing pain. Mm -hmm. It'll be all right. I don't want that though. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show.
All right, biggest story today, David, if there's one. Well, probably the Iowa caucuses, uh, as it is frigid in Iowa today, as it is across a lot of the country right now. Um, and, you know, we're just, I, I think to me it's kind of a foregone conclusion that it will be Trump that, that remains victorious. The question is, or winds up being victorious, the question remains, though, who stays in, who drops out? after this and and you got to wonder about ron DeSantis. if he comes in second i think he stays in but if he comes in third after the amount of time and money and effort he's put in Ooh. in iowa i don't know how you justify continuing to run personally i don't either to be honest you get together with mike mccarthy at that point <laughs> try to yeah. figure things out from there all right get you a news update and what's your story straight ahead Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, a lot going on. John Kirby has spoken, David? Uh, yeah, so we're still kind of unraveling the mystery of what happened to the defense secretary, Lloyd Austin. He's still in the hospital being treated for prostate cancer. Nobody knew he had prostate cancer until last week, including people at the White House, apparently. Guy gets wow. diagnosed in December, has a procedure done. Uh, there are some complications in the ensuing couple of weeks. He winds up going to the ICU a couple of uh, weeks ago. Nobody knew he was in the ICU until he'd been there for three or four days. And then it's like, oh, yeah, a few days later, by the way, uh, I had prostate cancer, and uh, that's why I wound up having to go to the hospital. Um, but he's still on the job. They're saying he's working from the, from the hospital. Uh, so he's giving orders. Okay, the Houthi rebels, you take them out over here. Yeah. Drop some over here. Here's what we're going to do. So that's what's happening right now. He's still making the calls. I guess. White House spokesman John Kirby was on Face the Nation, and he was asked about this. All right. Why is he still in the hospital? If he's able to work, why does he still need to be at Walter Reed? Well, again, I'm not I'm not his physician, so I want to be careful. But my understanding is that his, his, he's following his doctor's orders and in consultation with their views in terms of what kind of additional care he needs. Um, and we'll, we'll see you know, when he can get released. But obviously, they still feel like he, he may need some additional care. Hmm. Just this whole administration. Well, Scott, golly. You've spent more time in the hospital than anyone on this show. Anyone on earth, practically, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> from from months being in the hospital after your heart attacks. Okay, I know that Lloyd Austin is not, you know, recovering from, you know, multiple heart attacks. But it does seem you would want to get the guy some rest as he's in the hospital, yeah? Well, sure. But he's okay to be making these major decisions and all these communications. I mean, this is a massive amount of work to be done while you're in the hospital, doesn't it seem? Yeah. yeah. And working remotely from with that job seems to be something you that would not work. I mean, I can see it, I guess, in the private sector. You have someone that runs a business, and yeah. they want to make the calls. They're saying, no one else is in charge here. I'm going to make these calls. This is a different situation, obviously. Well, well yeah. Well, just to me, um, if they had been open and honest about what was going on from the beginning, I could buy the idea that he can still fulfill some of the managerial tasks. 
uh, from okay. a hospital bed. My question is, though, what else are they hiding about his condition? Yeah, because he's been in there a long time. But you do wonder, because you can't trust what they said. And he was in ICU. Yes. I mean, that's one-on-one nursing care in ICU. So there's a reason he was in ICU, and he was, you know, obviously he was, you know, knocking on the death's door at some point in time or very close to it. Don't know. Don't know. I mean, it's just it's, more the questions. The whole thing is so bizarre, It, but it's so typical of this administration. Yes. And then you, you know, get the updates on what's happening with the Iran-backed Houthis and all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, and you you get the sense that we have people in charge that are not quite sure what they're doing. And that could be totally wrong. Could be no. further from the truth. It could be everyone is completely in charge and we're in good hands. But the appearance is not there right now. I think that's safe to say, is it not? Uh, yeah. 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 We'll see. Now, not... Speaking about, you know, Yemen, Houthis, but Saudi Arabia, did you see this story? It's always this, you know, new sort of building that they're trying to, you know, create like something in the future. If you remember, they talked about uh, the line. It could cost over a trillion dollars. It was the hundred mile long building. If you remember that, they're still working on that. Wow. This is a different story altogether. It's this upside-down skyscraper called the Aquellum. Did you hear anything about this no. the other day? Okay, they plan to dig into the side of a mountain and fill the hole with a massive network of homes, like stores and luxury hotels and movie theaters, everything you'd need. Like underground. Yeah, except ability to easily step outside. Oh, boy. And I guess the spot that they picked is right by the ocean, and you'll enter by taking a boat through an underground tunnel. The only part you'll see from the outside is the roof, where they plan to have lots of trees and space to walk around. There's also an open area in the middle to let in sunlight. It's wild. Well, when money is no object, I mean, when you've got piles, I mean, it doesn't matter. Then you can go ahead and experiment with this kind of crap. If it doesn't work, so what? I got 60 billion more. It's 330 feet deep. That's crazy. So, as they said, not really skyscraper height. That's like a 25-story underground building, calling it a futuristic living space. And they're hoping it'll be a hot spot for tourists. Mm -hmm. It's got like one of those walkways at the airport that are just miles long. You don't know. All I'm thinking, too, is, is this like another bunker? Right. Why are all these rich people building the bunkers? Yeah, right. What do they know? I'm saying if you're not if you don't come from, you know, bunker building wealth, just <laughs> buy guns and ammo, plant a crisis garden, <laughs> get right with Jesus. Well said again, David. Yes. All right, that point of the show, it may not be the biggest story out there, but it caught your attention. Today, David, what's your story? I I, I I love this, uh, and, and tip of the cap to David Strom at HotAir.com for pointing this out. You know, there's been some extreme winter weather uh, that's been hitting the nation over the last uh, few days. And, uh, well, if you peruse the headlines of the New York Times, you get a, a little bit of a conflicting narrative on climate change and where we stand on this. Because remember, hottest summer ever. In the history of the planet, 
last summer. And you would have many corrections through those days, but that was the narrative. Yes. Right. All right. So so now, and I know this may be a little confusing, these are all headlines and articles from, uh, well, this month. Last two okay. weeks, actually. Okay. How can a warming climate increase snowfall? Then there's another headline. Climate change is driving a sharp drop in snow levels. The end of snow is another headline. <laughs> so we'll have no snow, less snow, or more snow, all because of climate change. <laughs> that leaves all the options out, doesn't that's it? That's basically huh? like, yeah, I yeah, play all the sides, so I right, always come yeah. out on top. <laughs> right. Yeah, different people have talked about this all over time just to say it doesn't matter what happens. There's always a narrative to fit it with that group. I'll bet on them winning, losing, and tying. Just to, <laughs> right. Just to cover things, yeah. <laughs> all right, Scott, what's your story today? Uh, my story is about the New York taxi workers. Um, they have made a public statement now. The New York Taxi Workers Alliance joins the people of conscious of the world to call for an immediate and permanent ceasefire in order to end what is unfolding genocide of the Palestinian people in Gaza by Israeli forces. Cease fire now. Our Palestinian brothers and sisters already suffering under apartheid in the world's largest open-air prison and bearing an unspeakable assault and collective punishment, all paid for by our tax dollars and the sweat of our labor. Apartheid and open-air prison. Those two words were in there again. Yeah. Uh, stay in your lane is probably never been more applicable than it is right now, right? Feels that way. Uh, yeah. And so anyway, I don't know about you, but when I get into a cab, I don't care where I'm at. When I get in there, I really want to know what the cabbie has to think about world issues. Oh, my goodness. I'm dying to find out. And I'm sure Israel is uh, probably upset, too, with your cabbies. Everybody weighs in on this crap. New York cabbies? So what? Oh, just let me out. I'll go find something else. I don't want to hear this. You ever heard of Lyft and Uber? <laughs> no kidding, man. Uh, for my story today, I'm going to go to the Hill. The Hill not exactly known as this you know, conservative bastion at all. Robbie Suave hosts this show on there called Rising. Okay, And having watched different pieces of this through the years of COVID, as it comes back around to Tony Fauci uh, a couple of days ago, I just wanted to play a few clips so that, uh, you know, because a lot of people have seen the truth over time. I'm sure there are a lot of people on the left that only get their news from one source. will always believe Lord Fauci to be the patron saint that he said he was. Mm -hmm. This is a little bit different. Anthony Fauci doesn't believe the lab leak explanation of COVID-19's origins is a conspiracy theory. Wow. He admitted that during a closed-door grilling session before the House Select Subcommittee on the Coronavirus Pandemic on Monday. Legislators did not release a transcript of his testimony, but Representative Brad Wenstrup, a Republican from Ohio, who chairs the committee, published some highlights on X. Did you heard about this, right? Yeah. yeah. Different things that he had said. In recent months, Fauci has denied that he ever categorically rejected the possibility that COVID-19 accidentally escaped from a laboratory. But he faces very serious allegations that he deterred scientific experts from considering it. And that's where he's trying to rewrite history. But, you know, yep. people recorded things when they happened, so they couldn't just be scrubbed from the Internet forever. And so... 
And this goes for a little while, but you hear how the story has changed over time. More recently, Fauci has contended that he always remained open to the idea of a lab leak, but was persuaded by scientific arguments, including those in the Proximal Origin paper, that zoonotic really? spillover was more likely. Now, really? This claim would be more persuasive if Fauci had not stated over and over and over and over again in media interviews that he strongly favored the zoonotic origin theory. His subsequent suggestion that he did not lean in either direction is flatly contradicted by his literal words. Check out this recap from Matt Orfelia. If it may have been a lab, may have been nature, we're supposed to look forward, then why did Dr. Fauci work so hard for just one of those theories? What do you say to that? Hmm. I'm almost have to laugh at that, Neil. I mean, that's totally bizarre. First of all, I wasn't leaning totally strongly one way or the other. I wasn't leaning totally strongly one way or the other. Flash. He wasn't really. Right. He wasn't leaning back. What I do feel strongly about is that this was a spillover from an animal species to a human. Strongly suggesting mm. that, in fact, it was a natural occurrence. Very strongly. Strongly indicating <laughs> that it was a natural spillover. Strongly points to this being a natural mm. occurrence. Pointing much more strongly Pretty strong. towards a natural occurrence. Very, very strongly. Strongly favors a natural occurrence. I wasn't leaning totally strongly one way or the other. <laughs> it's very, very strongly. <laughs> leaning towards this could not have been artificially or deliberately manipulated. Denied and lied. Oh. God, that's frustrating. So, yeah, that's why yes, I'm always still it's... hoping that he will be held accountable. Dang, For man. that and a number of different other things as well. Well, I wasn't leaning my way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, what are the good guys going to do if Trump's elected? you got to hear this story from David. And much more coming up. here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Yo, Scotty, I know you love watching sports. Have you heard about the new way sports fans are adding to their excitement while watching their favorite team? Of course I have. It's Prize Picks. It's the largest daily sports fantasy platform in North America. Sports fans everywhere love Prize Picks. So what's all the excitement about? Prize Picks makes daily fantasy sports easy. Instead of battling thousands of players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projection and then watch the winnings roll in. Yeah, Prize Picks is real simple to play. You make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. That's right, Jamie. This week, I'm thinking uh, don't, of taking... Don't even say it. Don't say it. No. You'll jinx them. Well, here's the good news about that. Prize Picks even has a reboot policy so that your injuries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Go to pricepicks.com slash MBCR and use code MBCR for a first deposit match of up to $100. Go to pricepicks.com slash MVCR and use the code MVCR for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy.
Offer not valid in all states or were prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Maxed out cards. Rent is due. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. Maybe we should go to 27cash.com. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000, and cash can hit our bank account as soon as tomorrow. When you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. All right, the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. Me either. That's the one thing about Van Camp, man. Right before we go on, right before we go on, he's like, blank me. Dude. Then he starts laughing like crazy. What happened? Kamala Harris commemorating Martin Luther King Day. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm just going to roll it without further preamble. This is rubber speech. You won't believe it. Okay. Today, we celebrate the legacy of Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., a visionary who saw what could be unburdened by what no. had been. No, no. <laughs> that no. is her slow ride, man. That's the, that is her slow ride. She uses that constantly. Saw what could be unburdened by what had been. Like, that was something that she wrote down. Like she woke up at two a.m. thinking, "I got a brilliant phrase. I'm writing it down." She probably has it tattooed on her forearm or something. Because I mean, dude, she says it about everything. Everything. I agree. We got to get to the montage of that. It's somewhere. I know. I've heard it before. That wasn't some sort of fever dream, was it? No, I made one a while back. That's what I thought. Okay, yeah, we got to find that. Holy cow, man. I think it's on her hand. Like, she cheats on the test. Like, it's <laughs> tattooed on her hand. Back, you know, right there. Maybe you're right. It, it's like her adoring fans. They come out, and it's, it is Freebird. They're going to be yeah. disappointed if she doesn't bust it out there. Unburdened. <laughs> wow. It's so her, too. It's she so has, her. She has seriously used that phrase to describe everything from Joe Biden's vision for America to electric school buses. Yes. Everything. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm looking for that. There's another story that I want to get to because people have a plan in place in case Trump wins. Yeah. This is amazing. Losing's a bitch. But it is. But they have a plan. Uh, yeah, NBC News had this story. Uh, they're letting people know, hey, if Trump is reelected, don't worry, because the good guys are orchestrating a coup. Now, they didn't phrase it exactly that way, but how they put it was uh, a network of public interest groups and lawmakers nervous about former President Trump's potential return to power is quietly devising a plan to foil any effort on his part to pressure the U.S. military to carry out his political agenda. In other words, yeah, they're they're putting together a deep state apparatus to try to stop him from whatever he wants to do. That's actually an insurrection, isn't it? Yes. Yep. Yeah. But that it reminds me, was it the time was it Time magazine that had the big uh article about how all these forces got together to try to make sure that Trump couldn't win the presidential election in twenty twenty? They bragged about it. They bragged about it it's openly. Remarkable. Hey, look, we were able to rig it, 
And then other people turn around and say, how dare you say the 2020 election was rigged? Honestly, I still have a printed copy of the story because I was afraid it'd be scrubbed. Now, that might sound like some sort of crazy paranoia, but other things have been scrubbed. I'm like, no, 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 I'm keeping this because this was like proof that they rigged it on purpose and were congratulating each other. They could not help it to say we stopped Trump from winning. It was really remarkable. Don't worry, I'm going to find this Kamala Harris piece of audio if it takes me, you know, the rest of the show. We will we will get to it. You know what? Honestly, I I think I asked the computer to do too much because as soon as you said it, when I put her name in the engine, there are so many things that come up. And to get that particular clip, yeah. Usually, you know, can go a little bit quicker. It's running a little bit slow today, but you know, we will have it. We're going to make it our mission, David. We are going to be unburdened by it. We are unburdened by what has been. (laughs) Unreal. This is the Marshley Van Gaff Robin Show. Hey, it's Jamie Markley. David Van Camp. Me, Scott Robbins. From the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Where we turn mundane into madness. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening on the radio. But have you dared to join in the fun online? Follow us on Instagram for video and behind-the-scenes content. Hey, is that a good idea that we do that? Sure, why not? You can also yell at us on X or Twitter. It's that thing Elon Musk runs. And Facebook, because Grandma deserves a daily dose of Barkley Van Camp and Robin. Yeah, stop doom-scrolling and stalking your old high school classmates. Search NVCR Show on Instagram, X, and Facebook. Because life's too short for boring radio shows. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins, thank you very much for being here. Okay, so on Martin Luther King Jr. Day, Kamala Harris spoke, David. Uh, yeah, and she went back to her um, her favorite line. I, I, I don't know if she workshopped this or if she actually came up with this line herself and just thinks it, it lands on every occasion, but she uses it all the time, and today she applied it to the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Today we celebrate the legacy of Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., a visionary who saw what could be unburdened by what had been. I think what she phrase actually, is it you want to hear? I think yeah. she got it from Claudine Gay. Really? <laughs> I think so. And Claudine Gay got it from somebody else. I don't know. Well, yeah. and, and just... To demonstrate how often she uses this line, I, I, I put together some time ago a little montage of her using that line to describe everything from Joe Biden's uh, the, the potential legacy to electric school buses. Yeah. Comparing Martin Luther King and Biden with the same phrase. That yeah. just seems wrong, doesn't yeah, it? it does. We have the ability to see what can be. To see what can be. Unburdened by what has been. To see what can be. Unburdened 
by what has been. We are guided by what we see mm. that can be unburdened by what has been. Unburdened by what has been. To see what can be. Unburdened by what has been. We as Democrats have an ability to see what can be. Unburdened by what has been. And then to make the possible actually happen. Yes. Yeah. Gosh! We're awash in just incompetence. She brings it with passion, though. Yeah. Well, you say that, man. Again, she delivers it with a different passion all the time. You know, I mean, so, I can't compare the two. I, I, I really can't. But when they, when she talks, she wants you to believe she's profound. Yes. Yes. She desperately needs that. You know, and LeBron does that kind of similar stuff. <laughs> where he'll say something, you know he has no clue what he's talking about, but he'll say it anyway. Well, because he wants to sound like he's very bright. David will bring up when he was reading uh, Malcolm X's Malcolm X, yeah. autobiography. And it was um, one of those things where it was like, yeah, it's uh, yeah, he's a really smart guy or whatever he said. Some kind of... Very, 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 very smart guy. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> That's right. There were, <clears throat> there was, a lot of was a very, very, very smart man. <laughs> very smart man <laughs> with a book in LeBron's hands. <laughs> but I, but, but I don't know that he takes one phrase and uses it so many different. Yeah, probably times. not. But she just she, she's amazing. She truly, this is the American dream, isn't it? <laughs> I guess. I mean, you could be her and still be vice president. Wow. Okay. Well, thanks for that catch, Gosh, David. Gosh, dang good, yeah. one, David. Nice. The thing is, her speechwriters have to know that she has been ripped on for that before. That mm-hmm. phrase. Oh. Like, it uses it all the time. Yeah. They have to know. And you've brought this up, too, David, wondering sometimes, does her speech aider secretly just hate her? I I think set so. her up that way. But in the end, I mean, she's the one who, who has the final say as to oh, what yeah. she is going to be saying in any given speech. So... I, I mean, for her, it's like, well, I got to include that line. That line's great. I guess, man. You know, it's like it, David Lee Roth. I've got my back against the wrecking machine. I got to work it in somewhere, right. no matter what. <laughs> yeah, he's been hanging on to that for like eight years, you know, and looking I've, for his spot. Here it yeah. comes. Yeah. And I'm with different convictions. Mm-hmm. I've got my back against the wrecking machine. I've got my back against the wrecking machine so I'll, I'll, I'll twist it a little bit on where i'm gonna punch it but it's the same phrase and that person went on to become kamala harris's speech i'd love to see that like saturday night live sketch style thing where david yeah. lee roth is a speechwriter for kamala harris. kamala harris that would be great i ain't the worst that you've seen <laughs> don't <Ooh>. you see <laughs> What I mean? How? It does a bop de bop de biggity bop de thing. Just scatter a little bit. Sure. Why not? Okay. So, so that's going on out there. Um, someone's trying to make the case that Biden is not too old to be president because of his mom. Yeah. Who is this, Dave? Uh, oh, Minnesota God, Governor Biden re-election campaign member Tim Walz is uh, defending Joe Biden's obvious cognitive decline. And the sleight of hand that we always see is uh, is from media and Democrats is, well, people are worried about his age. It's not his age. It's, it's the fact that the guy can't put 
seven words together in a coherent fashion. True. Anyway, here is Waltz on uh, Meet the Press. Well, first, there, there is something to be said about age and wisdom, and I think results matter. And I think, you know, we, we all get a little older. Uh, that's what happens. But you also gain that insight. And I think when it comes to these issues, working across the aisle to get things done, you see the president just doing this with dignity, doing it with class, getting up every day, doing the work. So I think time out, no. man, I wish he would ask him, can you give me one particular insight that Biden has had that no one else had? Can you give me one? Right. Because well, let's face it, no. you oh. can say whatever you want about his political career. I don't ever remember reading or hearing people say he has particular insight that others just don't have. Right. Sorry. Doing the work. So I think he's just doing what he does. And I think it's a kind of incumbent upon all of us. Look, my mom's 88, still living on the farm, drives herself. Um, folks are able to do this. So I think this little bit of ageism that goes to this. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So if you can still drive now, you right. can still be president? Yeah, I mean, yeah, driving on the farm is not the same as running the country. No, it is not. My goodness. Why? No one's buying it anyway. What was the poll that I just saw? Was it 26% think that he has the cognitive ability to do this? We're not just talking about Republicans. That's the entire electorate. Like, no, the guy, <laughs> he doesn't have what it takes. I don't know why they're still trying to fool people with this, but they're definitely trying. Okay, so that's out there. Um, gosh, every time I see the name Jamie Raskin, I'm like, okay, what did he say? What stupid thing did he say now? Yeah. You're just trying to team me up, David, I, I, I can tell. I am a little bit, yeah. Well, Democrats are really nervous about what might be coming out about the Biden crime family because now they're claiming Trump illegally took money from foreign nationals through his hotels and golf uh, golf clubs uh okay. now his businesses over the course of a couple years made about eight million dollars although he wasn't managing those businesses his sons were uh right. and they also clearly provided services to anyone who paid right it's it's not a right it's not a network of shady llcs and bank transfers that we've seen with the bidens there really is no one-to-one -one comparison at all because it was it was open it was like, yeah, this is a golf club. If you want to come, you know, play a round right. or two, well, then you're going to pay. If you want to stay in these hotels, you got to pay for it. There's no indication of any sort of criminality here, but they're just trying to muddy the waters a little bit because of what Republicans are finding about what Joe Biden was doing during his time as vice president with his son, Hunter. Well, imagine this for a second. Like if, say, you're an independent voter, okay? Like, okay, I know we do these games of what if, but just try to play this for a second. You had heard that the Trumps had 19 shell companies. How do you think media would have treated that story? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it would have been the lead everywhere. There are so many people in the country that don't even know that's the case with the Bidens. Yeah, they they have no idea. They they launched a full scale attack because Ivanka Trump wanted to get a trademark in China. I remember that was several years ago, but yeah. So Representative Jamie Raskin, absolute weasel in the House of Representatives, Total. shamelessly uh, went on MSNBC claiming that well, you know, Trump broke the law. Okay. Okay. The Constitution says that the president or any other federal official cannot accept a present and emolument, which mm -hmm. means a payment, an office or a title of any kind, whatever. That's in the Constitution. 
uh, from a king, a prince, a foreign government without the consent of Congress. Donald Trump did something nobody had ever done before. He tried to convert the presidency into a money-making enterprise, oh, and he did. Oh, my. Jeez. Okay. Wow. Yeah, very convincing. Man. Very Come convincing. On. Of course. Um, man, we hadn't had a chance to share this story yet. This is one of the crazier ones that I've seen in a while. Um, I know that you're a big animal person, Scott, mm -hmm. especially since your heart attacks. Yeah. Okay. And David, I think we all love animals to a degree. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we do. Okay. Um, as far as taxi or taxidermy for a dead pet, that's a no-no. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, it's a little creepy. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Okay. So you have anything against someone that does it? I'm not going to their house to see their dead pets. No. <laughs> I'm staying away. Would you think different of them? Yeah, probably. Just asking for honesty. Kind here. of a weirdo thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what if it was a hamster? That changed it at all? No, even worse. Even worse. Doesn't help. You hear about this woman in the UK? Loved her hamster. Called it hammy. And then Clever. had a taxidermist turn him into a male stripper with a little pole with the hamster. The dead hamster? Yes. And listen, I'm not making the argument for it that this was a great idea. But I'll tell you, when I saw it, I chuckled a little. And she is a nut. You want to hear her talking about <laughs> oh, of it? Of course I do. Okay. This is my little hammy, who was, and he's getting stuffed. I just want to clarify that my hamster was dead when I did this. I didn't kill my hamster for taxidermy purposes. That's crazy. I loved him. Look how freaking cute he is. Yeah, you could tell she's a nut. But at yeah. first, people thought she killed it to do this. No, it wasn't that. It's just... So my first step was to find someone who was as crazy as I am, but has the skills to execute my taxidermy dreams. Several months later... Hammy! Look at him! Oh, he's so gorgeous. My vision was to have him as a stripper. This is him in his final resting place as he looks over me. Yo, oh, Hammy! Yeah, it's a tiny little stripper pole. He's wearing a pink thong with dollar bills around him. I'll bet you that weirdo has a boyfriend, too. I'll bet you. <laughs> no, I was going to say, there is some guy somewhere in the UK who heard about this and said, Man, I'm really glad... I'm grateful for every time I have to write an alimony check to that lady. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, but guys are dumb. They'll, somebody will go, oh, that's really cool. <laughs> I'm thinking that's probably the deal breaker. Hey, you want to see my dead hammy? What? No, <laughs> I don't. Is that code? Oh, my gosh. All right, news update for straight ahead. Imagine it's the final game of the season, but your symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC are making a comeback. What should you do? Keep managing your constipation with belly pain the same old way? Or try getting ahead of your symptoms by talking to your doctor about Linzess, linaclotide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe 
severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine, what could relief from IBSC mean for you? Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. My doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline. I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. Offer not valid in all states or prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Maxed out cards. Rent is due. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. Maybe we should go to 27cash.com. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000, and cash can hit our bank account as soon as tomorrow. When you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. All right, the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. I'll tell you right now, this is not a fun story at all. It's horrific. It's yeah. terrible. And part of the reason I bring it up, I see this. It was from well, your hometown, Houston, David. Yeah. Just a terrible story there. And my question, because you have a history in news, like how is this not a national story? Even though it's horrific. Uh. I just... This was from the local Fox affiliate in Houston. Toddlers were allegedly sexually assaulted in a bathroom at the Galleria by multiple men. One of the men was a mall employee. Fox 26 is... And this is at the mall. Okay. The gallery. Well, Anthony, court documents reveal that there were up to seven men involved in the sex assault. It apparently happened at one of the public bathrooms here at the Galleria Mall. And tonight, one local organization has an important message for parents. Okay. I think... My goodness, you would want to know that this happened, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. The FBI has arrested Arthur Hector Fernandez III and charged the 29-year-old with sexual exploitation of children. Fernandez is pictured here on his private Instagram with the username allegedly Hector. His account was named in court documents that detailed the disturbing allegations that he and at least six other unidentified men sexually assaulted and raped a toddler at what appeared to be a Galleria Ball bathroom. All right, people are online are just like, just do away with all of them. Well, yeah. You know, well, yeah. I mean, that's where it's, hey, Governor Abbott, call me up. I'll, I'll, I'll put a bullet in the back of his head for free. I'll even bring the ammo. I think there's plenty of people ready to do that. The story goes Our on. documents say last month the Australian Center to Counter Child Exploitation reported four explicit videos found on the dark web to the FBI in which at least two toddlers, ages two and three, were filmed being sexually and verbally assaulted by multiple men at once. It's so sad and so sickening. Oh, boy. And then... And this is another reason I think it's an important story. Just this last part will be done. Relatives of the toddlers told investigators Fernandez was a friend and fellow Galleria employee who offered to watch the kids while they were at work at the mall. One of the things, of course, you have to watch out for. Yeah. But this was just late last week having read this piece, and I forget what 
left publication it was, like, what is the right's fascination with all of these types of stories? Well, you want to protect kids? And it seems like part of the time the left is pretending this never happens. Yeah. And kids aren't trafficked. That's dang, man. It's just brutal. Now, on a lighter note, did see this story. The government is banning jokey messages on highway signs. Yeah. Government yeah. getting involved there. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, we did. Okay. So you talk about this the other day? Yeah. Okay. That's okay. I mean, it's worthy of bringing up again because... Well, it's, it is kind of funny yeah. that some of these people liked what they were trying to say. It's like, this is just no sense of humor here to say uh, tailgating is for football, not highways. Right. Nothing wrong with that. Um, visiting in-laws, slow down, get there late. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, made you chuckle. I, I like those signs, and I, I thought the no fun police uh, with Secretary Boot Edge Edge, it, it's, they're saying that these signs are distracting. Who's ever been distracted by one of those signs? So, wait a second. If it just has your lame statement, that's not distracting. But if right. it said, get your head out of your apps, that's distracting. Yeah. Well, they, they said because people people might not get the joke. Yeah, people are going to be really sitting there like like it's a Rubik's Cube, right? <laughs> just behind the, behind the wheel like, I can't figure this one out. I just can't crack this brain teaser. Santa sees when you're speeding. Uh, what, that's a head scratcher? That's too. That's way too highbrow for your average motorist. You know, uh, okay. humorless jack wagons that want to run everything. Four eyes in Mississippi, two eyes on the road. <laughs> but now I have to spell. Uh, we need spelling that. equity. I don't know how to spell Mississippi. <laughs> I know, Robert. You had to laugh at this. The one on the Fourth of July. Don't drive star-spangled hammered. <laughs> see, I knew it. That is good. <laughs> Absolutely knew it. I didn't see that one. Oh. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Okay, biggest story today, David. Uh, I suppose all eyes on the Iowa caucuses, even though I, I think we all have a pretty good idea of how it's going to turn out. But we could be surprised. I don't know. I suppose, you know, the, the one person that seems to be uh, – Getting the most talk today, and maybe this is just a bubble based off of the news story, uh, news sources that I'm reading. It, you know, it, it's not so much that DeSantis or Haley might pull off an upset. They're wondering about Vivek Ramaswamy. I, I think that's mm. not very realistic, but it is. That would be really interesting if he were to pull off a win. I don't. I don't know if he will. I don't think he will, but we'll see. All right, we'll get to that. Uh, working for tips is a whole, from slavery. Got to figure that out. And Hank Johnson admits he might have a bad idea. All coming up right here. Van Camp and Robin Show. Thank you very much for being here, Jamie Markley. I'm the Gen Xer, David Van Camp, the Millennial, Sexy Boomer. That's Scott Robbins. I got to tell you, I think uh, ABC's John Carl is a little concerned. I think oh. he can see it on his face. Is he having another meltdown? 
not quite a total meltdown, but serious concern. They aren't improving. In fact, they seem to be going the, in the other direction. Our poll this morning uh -oh. has Biden's approval rating at 33 percent. That's historically low, low for him, low for an incumbent president at 15 years since we see numbers that low. And on the economy, it's even actually worse. Only 31 percent uh, say that they approve of Biden's handling of the economy. Don't you people know how good you are? You know, right. That's just it, right? People live in yeah. the real freaking world, not that imaginary one that they keep pushing on us. No. Golly, man. Yeah. I just hate that. I mean, of course, only don't be shocked, John Carl. I mean, if Trump's reelected, you got another book deal coming. So ease up, partner. Okay. All right. But God, we just get lied to. No, I Things understand. are great, you dumb people. Don't you understand what this man has done? All these jobs he's created. Don't you know? You know, getting off topic for just a second. Yeah. I was just reminded of something that I happened to see yesterday. And it's something that we've talked about many times before. So I really do believe if most people in the country really knew what was going on, they would see things in a different way politically. Not all the time, but a lot of times. But there was a poll that asked people, all right, who do you trust for your news sources? And when it came down to Democrats, who they trust more than anybody else was PBS. Okay. <laughs> Right? Well, yeah. Well, they, well, it's the only news outlet that ever sent them a tote bag. So, right. I mean, you go down the line. NBC is not far behind. I mean, we sit here and tell you all the time, listen, you could watch the Today Show and you could point out the lies every single day. But people think they're being told the truth. I mean, they're, to a large degree, brainwashed because they're not even seeing another side to the story. So I wonder that as I'm watching John Carl with this sort of concern, like th this polling, like even though usually these people are taking what we tell them as gospel, but it still yeah. doesn't seem to be getting through. And I'm very frustrated by it. I don't know. I'm well, getting they... into mind reading there, but I don't know what else is going on. Of course, people yeah. don't think the economy is going well, dude. They have changed direction. You can start to see the orchestration. With the Hitler comparisons, and he's going to from day one. He's going to do this, and and the spooky stuff is is all they have, and I guess they feel like that's going to be more effective than Bidenomics. Oh boy, because that's what they're doing. They're just scared. You're like, hey, if this happens, our democracy is over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but everybody got the memo, so that's kind of where they're focused. But you're right; these guys act surprised, like they're shocked about these numbers. They are actually, they trust, Democratic voters trust CNN and MSNBC the same. The same. Well, they are the same. And they trust the New York Times more than both of them. Wow. Isn't that surprising? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. But I look, I mean, they, they have the, uh, the mindset that the legacy media organizations are out to help them. And... I you know, I don't know if this is just an old school mentality that, like, yes, of course you can trust what you see on the Today Show or the Nightly News or in the pages of the New York Times, for sure. The, I, I just wonder the, what the cognitive dissonance is, though, after reading the New York Times, MSNBC, CNN, et cetera, 
consuming all these news outlets that for years mm-hmm. were 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 convinced and trying to convince the readers that there was some sort of smoking gun evidence that Donald Trump, with the help of the Russians, stole the 2016 election. Yes. How do you continue to trust the news sources that told you that even after it's been debunked? Because a lot of people still think it's true. Right. Oh, yeah. They never got the memo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is where I saw this. It was Glenn Greenwald. Uh, had put it on X, and he said the extent to which Democrats in the United States trust the planet's largest media corporations is amazing and speaks volumes about why they're so easily propagandized. It's true. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Um, So working for tips is a holdover from slavery. Yeah. Did you know that, Scott? Uh, No. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, yeah. Uh, I didn't know that. I, it's no. a learning day for us. Yeah. So Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson, he doesn't want to talk about uh, any plans to raise taxes to deal with the illegal immigrant crisis hitting Chicago and other big cities that right. for years bragged about being sanctuary cities. But then when they had to actually be a sanctuary city, they suddenly crumble. Um, many people believe that's probably going to happen. They're going to raise property taxes at some point to right. try to fill the gap. Uh, During an interview with the local CBS affiliate, he kept evading the question on taxes and instead went off on a very strange tangent about tip workers. Hmm. Well, it's interesting. No one has ever asked me if I'm going to raise a tax. In fact, fact, I did not raise property taxes. And still, without raising property taxes, a full investment in in homelessness, a quarter of a billion dollars, $100 million for violence prevention, we're going to open up mental health clinics, We've eliminated subminimum wage. Black and brown women who were tip workers. We're talking about tip workers that's attached to slavery. We abolished that in this in this city. We've also added paid time. Oh, hold on, for- he just moved on there. Yeah. Is there an explainer on that? Oh, well, there there seems to be this um, somewhat new uh, school of thought that tipping is a holdover from slavery because it was like slave masters. Uh, uh, given you know their slaves a little bit of extra money or something or a little bit of money to try to show how good they were so i mean it's nonsense okay i mean it's it's grasping at straws because tipping in in europe i mean you're going back a few hundred years was a sign that you were you know of the upper class and you were sort of give, in fact they, they used to call it just drink money in french the word actually literally means for drinks for gratuity um I, also I just said, remember knowing a bunch of waitresses when I was in rock radio, and they always wanted to work on tips, not wages, because they'd make a ton more in tips. Yeah, when I was working in restaurants, I, you know, I, I had two different jobs at the same restaurant. One time I'd be like the cashier, and then sometimes I'd be a waiter. I always preferred being a waiter because I made a lot more money than the minimum wage that I made, or than the the hourly wage that I made working the cash register. Got it. Well, when I worked at Ponderosa, yeah. High-end steakhouse? Oh, sure. <laughs> Pondo? No tips. That was part of the deal. You just, you know, you went through the line, and then they brought it out to you. So there well, was no tipping. I agree tipping has become they, ridiculous. I mean, I, I agree with that. 
But it wasn't for what Brandon Johnson just said. Yeah, I'd never heard that before. He, he's not done yet, by the way. Thousands of workers. Yeah. We're investing in people. My administration has not missed a beat. We have built an operation centered around people's humanity to, to respond to this international crisis that the federal government has been negligent in. Oh, it's back to the federal government. Yeah. Or was it Abbott's fault? Or is I, it just pointing everywhere? Yeah. Because but, it seems like you were a sanctuary city. You were proud of that. Pritzker was proud of it as governor. He was on the talking head shows over the weekend. Yeah. I mean, complaining about it. But still, he was the guy with the hand up right. for rolled, so long. Rolled in the big chair for him. <laughs> God, I love that guy. Meanwhile, you're telling me that Hank Johnson had a bad idea? Yeah, and he actually kind of admitted it. Um, put out a, a tweet. This is about Israel and Hamas and the war going on there. Uh, Representative Hank Johnson, a favorite of this show, uh, said, quote, I have what some may consider a dumb idea. But no. here, here it is. Stop the bombing of Gaza, then the attacks on commercial shipping will end. Why not try that approach? Oh, my goodness. Which is, is a dumb idea because, I mean, you're saying let the terrorists win. Yeah. Of course that's what he's saying. I'm surprised he didn't say, what if we get all the troops into Gaza? Well, that'd be bad because it might capsize and go into the water. Right. <laughs> That's what he said about Guam. Yeah, my, my fear is that uh, the whole island will uh, become so overly populated that it will tip over and, uh, and capsize. Uh, we don't anticipate that. <laughs> That's still my favorite response. <laughs> we don't it's, anticipate that. It's so deadpan. <laughs> Well, you know, dedicated military person there to answer yeah, the question. That nut. <laughs> and capsize. Capsize? It's going to go in the water? What? That's what you think? Oh, my gosh. Oh, boy. What happens if they fight one another? Oh, what? Yeah. Then, then what's going to happen? Now they're going to crush the midget. Hey, right. that's not nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, I suppose that should be context because he was talking about unions. I Wasn't guess collective uh, bargaining about, yes. you know, the little guys rising up to take on the big bad guys. I don't think we can go through a Hank Johnson segment no, without playing. We can't. No, we can't. Midgets against giants. The midget <laughs> will not win the fight. I'm going to tell you that. Wise man there, huh? 30 midgets in with the, Ooh. Uh, with the giant. That's where you put uh, 30, everyone the, the midgets together. The together. giants take real good care of the midgets as long as the midgets do what the <laughs> giants want them to do. He never just said together, not stacked one on top of the <laughs> no, other to no, go no. eye to eye. We, no. we don't know. We, we don't know what he meant. Yeah, we we don't. could put them in, an, in a comically oversized trench coat <laughs> to make it look like one really tall guy with a small head. <laughs> kind of like that now movie, The Little Rascals. The I love that movie. <laughs> Now they're going to crush the midgets. Yes. Midgets get a chance to speak with one voice. <laughs> and the midgets then have a chance collectively like, to speak. It's like a choir. Eye to eye with the midget. Yeah. Mm hmm. You know what he meant. Oh, boy. Yeah. Hank, you had it right when you said you had a bad idea. Right. <laughs> I tell you, man.
There are no bad ideas in Hank's world. No. <laughs> there are plenty of bad ideas, though. We do know that. But what if we sent a battalion of well-armed midgets into the Middle East <laughs> to try to head off future conflict? <laughs> we'll call him Small Moss. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Much more to get to. You know, it's the most depressing day of the year. That's what they call it. Why? Well, we'll explain it. Much more coming up. Hey guys, this is Dr. Williams, radio show host and chief scientific officer at Invite Health. And I hear from men every day about their struggles with erectile dysfunction and prostate issues from bad sleep, no energy, problems performing in the bedroom. With 25 years of satisfied customers, we know that our powerful blend of clinically studied nutrients and prostate HX can help. Order your bottle of prostate HX today and get 50% off. Order two bottles and receive a free bottle of our testosterone enhancing formula, Masculine HX. Call 800 671-9900. That's 800-671-9900. If you want better sleep, more energy, and of course stamina, call us now for Prostate HX. And don't forget to get your free bottle of our testosterone-boosting masculine HX. Call 800-671-9900. That's 800-671-9900. Or go to ProstateHX.com. That's ProstateHX.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Imagine getting ahead of your irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBS-C by treating it with Linzess. Then you could start proactively managing your constipation with belly pain and get ahead of your symptoms. Talk to your doctor about Linzess, linaclotide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBS-C in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine what could relief from IBSC mean for you. Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Yeah, a few things going on today, and they say it is Blue Monday. You know, the most depressing day of the year. <laughs> yeah, for some people. Maybe. Man, oh man. Well, you come man, to expect oh it, it comes every January. Yeah. At least for the last several years. Oh, yeah. It was something. I'll tell you that. I didn't expect that. I don't think anybody did. Blue Monday. The U.K. came up with this in 2005. Well, that the, I didn't know. After the Great Foreigner song. Blue Monday, Blue Day. Yeah. They they knew. Do you think that's where it came from? I'm sure. They ripped off Lou Graham. Yeah. No, that's not exactly it. Based on a formula supposed to calculate how depressing any given day is by looking at the weather, post-holiday stress, New Year's resolutions we've given up on, and the fact that Mondays suck in general. <laughs> so that's what they say, but... A lot of people don't put a whole lot into it. Yeah. 
I mean, it just depends. You could be having a great day today. And a, and a lot of people yeah. are actually off today. Yeah. Join themselves yeah. doing, you know, one thing or another. It's rough going, though, right now across the country. What do you mean? In a deep freeze, man, everywhere. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can still manage to have a good time. Yeah. You know, it's just got to have the right sort of attitude, right? That's right. Yep. But speaking of attitude, um, <laughs> I'll, I'll do this first, and then I'll, I'll do a piece on attitude. This whole story from last week, and it's still, you know, gaining some traction. How crazy it is in Canada when you have porch pirates and they come and steal your package. You can't put a purse, a picture of that person online. Isn't that crazy? Because of their privacy. Right. Which it sounds insane. And there was this Canadian cop, Benoit Dick, that was telling people about it. What, what's his name? Uh, it's Benoit Richard. I don't know if that's the middle name. Affectionately known as Benoit Dick. Benoit Dick. <laughs> said, yeah, you can't do that. You cannot post the images yourself because uh, uh, you have to remember that in Canada we have a presumption of innocence. And posting that picture could be a violation of private life. Instead, he says if anything is stolen, call 911. If you get some proof that somebody might have stolen something, then call the police, give the proof to the police, and then we'll do the, the investigation. We're, we'll bring that person to justice and we'll file some charges. They came onto my property. They took yeah. my box. Yeah. I can't put that picture out there to get some help mm -hmm. because of their privacy? Yes. Captain Dick, are you kidding me? That's insanity. <laughs> Yeah, but you really don't want to disobey Captain Dick. I guess not. No, you don't. Yeah, unreal. Oh, as far as um, anybody ever see this before? Nick Saban telling one of his favorite stories that was going around online. Just as far as if you're looking for, you know, something inspirational that you need to tell people. See if you like this or not. Roll it. You can no, not, not Captain Dick, Nick Saban. <laughs> and the big part of being a team is you have to be able to communicate with other people and you have to work with other people. And you can never have any team chemistry for this reason. Mediocre people don't like high achievers and high achievers don't like mediocre people. So if everybody doesn't buy into the same principles and values of the organization and the same high standard, you're never going to be successful. Just like our spring practice right now. You know what my goal with spring practice is? Get the right guys on the bus, get them in the right seats, and get the wrong guys off the bus. Yep. So one of these days, you're going to be working in an organization, and somebody's going to try to do that to you. So which one of those people do you want to be? Do you want to be somebody they're trying to get off the bus because you're satisfied with mediocre performance? Because you can never have any team chemistry in your organization if everybody's not committed to the same standard and the same things. But is everyone represented, Coach? Right, exactly. Is it an eco-friendly bus? I need to know that. <laughs> Sometimes you just like to hear old-school common sense, Great. don't you? Great. This is the Markley Van Cam and Robert Show. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Good 
Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. You got something fresh there, David? You're laughing. I just, it's a moment of levity here uh, from the NFL Network. I don't know if you've heard of this. Uh, they're breaking or heard this yet. The, the, the host, Chris Rose and Maurice Dr- uh, Jones Drew, were talking about the Kansas City Chiefs defense. And uh, Chris Rose um, might have had an unfortunate little flub while talking about the defense of the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, I don't I don't know if it's so much that the identity of this team has shifted, but this is far and away the best defense that Patrick Mahomes has had. Right. What? I mean, is it possible that they could ride the D? I, I... The defense. OK, listen, I, I, I believe that this defense. <laughs> now, that's a pro, though. Just, you got that. Just roll right by. Maurice is just like, ah, uh, what? <laughs> what? Wow. What did they yes. say? Holy cow! <laughs> and I know he didn't. He didn't. I mean, he said it, and I'll, I'll, I'll say he had no. He didn't know what he was saying when he said it. I would agree with that. Yeah. Yes, I would say that is true. Because the the little beat pause there was like, I just got an update out of Dallas from last night. Yeah. Um, did you see the picture? It was two police officers at AT and T Stadium in Dallas. With the Cowboys fan, they're they're holding him. Yeah, yeah. And it's the caption: "Disgusting scene in Dallas. A security forced Dallas Cowboy fans to stay and watch the game to the end." <laughs> <laughs> All right, Blackerby, thanks for that one. He said he's not going to send any others until the Steelers game. I'm getting it from Steelers fans and Packers fans, and 49ers fans. I saw one All today over the place. that was sent to me. It's got the symbols for the Pentagon, a hexagon, an octagon, and a season gone. (laughs) (laughs) I got to admit, man, those are pretty funny. I know. I know. Texans fans are just like, hey, we're glad to be here, actually. I saw a bunch of people saying, I'm done with Dallas. I'm going to be a Texans fan. I don't know if that's going to last a day or not. Quarterback has a great story, man. The guy, the guy's really something. Yeah, it's true. I could, I could see myself rooting for them. Now my daughter sent me a text that I sent her last January. <laughs> McCarthy and Dak again? Question mark. Not a winning combo. Get rid of. <laughs> well, you've been on this for a while. I will yeah, say I that. I know. We got other things. ESPN's going to want to talk to you very soon. No thanks. Mm-hmm. I could not work at that place. Oh no! No no! No, are you joking? I am, but oh my! No, gosh. you're right. I know you. I know none of us could. Uh, you couldn't. No, I mean you couldn't. Just like you'd have to be on pins oh, and needles God. all the time with what yeah. you say about a number of different things. Okay, David. A few things. Um, it's Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Bonnie Willis um, gave a speech yesterday. Yeah, in church. Yeah, she gave a sermon about her personal woes because this is the. Fulton County DA who is going after Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And now there have been some uh, questions about her conduct with the prosecutor in the case. Uh, maybe a little affair, some money yeah. exchanged, uh, you, know, I, I, you know, maybe some taxpayer dollars going towards their lover's retreat, etc. Um, and so she gives a sermon at a church in a stunning display of Christian nationalism, which is, I'm told, on the rise in this country and very, very dangerous to have politicians uh, at church. That's what I've heard before. Um, but, yeah, and she said, look, she, she played the victim card. 
they, you know, look, you're going after me because I'm a black woman. Not only that, but you got to be careful of the FBI being weaponized mm-hmm. like it did against them. Okay. Some of y'all might have forgotten that scandal the FBI tried to do on personal indiscretions they made. Some of y'all forgot that. But now that same FBI will take a day off to celebrate Dr. So be careful of weaponizing that FBI. Uh-huh. Because that's not happening modern day anywhere. Oh, no. But then grievances. You cannot expect black women to be perfect and save the world. The Lord is completing us. We are not perfect. We need your prayers. We need to be allowed to stumble. We need grace. With that kind of support, we will move mountains and do Jesus' will. Stumbling all the way. So his flaw. I mean, you can't ask to repent of sins, though, can't you? I mean, that's mm. something we're all supposed yeah. to do, too, right? Maybe. So his flaw, hard-headed, and imperfect child has a message for each of you today. Please find a way to do your extraordinary God-given assignment and make this community and the world a better place for all of his people. See, it is never about who you are. It is always about the great I am and who he is. Just laying the groundwork, the defense groundwork, building the sympathy. I don't think it's going to work for a lot. But of they, this is what this is what she's doing. No. It's very transparent. Sorry, but I understand that. Nobody is above the law. Thank you, David. We've heard that a million times. This whole thing, the straw man, is what drives me crazy. Oh, absolutely. No one's asking anyone to be perfect. No one ever did. Okay? I don't know if what alleged is true. But are you carrying on with a married dude? And then giving him special treatment and money, and then you're benefiting off of that? And then to say, hey, you can't criticize me. I'm in the church. <laughs> what? Right. No, it doesn't quite work that way. Sorry. It just does not. Saw this piece today. This was out of Newsweek of all places. It says Americans can no longer afford their cars. You've seen as part of the World Economic Forum, which is meeting in Davos, you know, this week. They really don't want you driving a car anymore. Well, no. Any car. No. They'd really like to do away with people and cars, you know, just for the environment's sake. Yes. (laughs) Right. And it says in this piece, for decades, car ownership has been a trademark of the American lifestyle, with vehicles becoming symbols of freedom, independence, and even rebellion, as well as necessity. But in 2024, the country's legendary love story with the automobile appears to have reached a crucial point and potential of no return as cars have become unaffordable to millions. And when you're looking at prices, you've, I don't have to tell you, you've already seen it. But they get into it, talking about since 2020, new car prices have risen by 30%. Wow. Within the same time frame, used car prices have jumped 38%. Yeah. You know, having had a couple of kids looking to get a car at different times, you're like, wow. It can be sticker shock. There's no doubt about it. Um, so what they're saying, as far as this, according to an October report by MarketWatch, 
Americans needed an annual income of at least $100,000 to afford a car, at least if they're following standard budgeting advice, which means you shouldn't spend more than 10% of your monthly income on a car-related expense. That means that more than 60% of American households currently cannot afford to buy a new car based on census data. For individuals, the numbers are even worse, with 82% of people below the $100,000 line. And that's something that people have talked about for a while. They're going to keep pricing them out so people can't afford it. And that's how they're going to drive, you know, cars out of people, basically, and driving down all over the place. And you'll hear about that. But, I mean, you're going along with your day every day. And, I mean, all of your friends driving, you're just going to and from everywhere else. And then you sort of see the numbers. You're like, wow, that is wild, man. That's pretty crazy. Meanwhile, we've got the problem at the border. Illegal immigration. And you know whose fault it is. This is who we hear all the time from the left. Donald Trump. Greg Abbott. Oh, yeah. Greg Abbott. Oh, yeah. Greg Abbott. Yeah, sure. Governor of Texas and the federal government. But for all of these different states or cities that have said, yeah, we welcome people and we're proud to do it, all of a sudden have a different tune. Like the governor of Illinois, J.B. Pritzker. So his law. No, that's Fanny. Where's <laughs> J.B.? He sounds different. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting ready to run for president. Right. <laughs> That's how you do it. Yeah. Not enough has been done. There's no doubt about that. And I think that the president needs to do more. The Congress needs to do more. Uh, cities out here that are the target of this political game that Governor Abbott is playing uh, are suffering. And uh, here in Illinois, it's minus 29 degrees uh, outside with the wind chill. Uh, we have migrants that arrive from Texas virtually every day, uh, hundreds. Do you remember me saying this like three months ago? Mm-hmm. You imagine what it's going to be like in Chicago? It's going to be yeah. terrible. You better do something about this problem. They could have fixed it by now. And by mm-hmm. the way, if you're downstate, you're next. Oh, yeah. Chicago's going to start sending them your way. Oh, yeah. And, and you're going to, again, you're going to. It's gonna, already started. There's these other smaller sanctuary cities, too. Oh, yeah. It's already yeah. started. Okay. Hundreds, and uh, we don't have places to put them. We don't have enough shelter space here. There are plenty of other cities where, you know, if he's going to send people, they could be sent. But, no, he's choosing only Democratic states, Democratic no. oh, cities. Shut up. You said you wanted them. That's what you said. Right. You ran on it, you fat. <laughs> This guy makes me sick. I mean, this this is the, you know, this is the big morality cop that we can't, you know, all this victimhood and garbage he's been spewing for years. And this was the welcoming state. We welcome them. Not the racist in Texas and Florida. We're better than that. That's not who we are. No. Also wanting to be the, uh, what is it, the abortion vacation spot. Well, he's achieved that. Yeah. yeah. That he could put into the win column because that's what he wanted to do and that's what he did. Yeah. But the, the other stuff, I mean, what's your problem, dude? <laughs> well, you got what he wanted. Absolutely, yeah. this now is what problem. you wanted. All right. God, these people infuriate me because they've been, they ran on it, they won on it. They they preach this. You got the oxygen, David. Some sort of yeah. moral police, Protect. you know. Got the glycerin. Yeah. All right, if you got that, I'll rub yourself that. in bacon. <laughs> I'll help out with Scott here. Okay. Uh, news update straight ahead right here.
They say breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And HelloFresh couldn't agree more. That's why they're giving away one free breakfast item with every single HelloFresh delivery for life. That means while you're a HelloFresh subscriber, not only will you enjoy tasty recipes delivered to your door, you'll also enjoy breakfast for free. Because HelloFresh knows that you're not just hungry at dinner time. In fact, they're here to meet your every mealtime need. With a delicious array of quick lunches, sides, snacks, apps, and desserts that you can easily add to every order. HelloFresh also helps you cut back on extra trips to the grocery store, making sticking to a routine easier than ever. This year, make eating better and saving money a priority. Join today and get free breakfast for life with code MVCRFREE at HelloFresh.com slash MVCRFREE. That's one breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life with code MVCRFREE at HelloFresh.com slash MVCRFREE. Imagine it's the last ride, but your symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC are taking you for a ride. What should you do? Keep managing your constipation with belly pain the same old way? Or try getting ahead of your symptoms by talking to your doctor about treating it with Linzess, linaclotide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine, what could relief from IBSC mean for you? Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. All right, the Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Did you notice Anthony Fauci was making the rounds over the weekend talking head shows? Yes. Sounds a little different than he used to on a couple of different things. Mm. Again, we have experience with this type of vaccine in billions of people. It's a safe vaccine. Of course, with the mRNA, there's a very, very, very low risk particularly in young men, of getting a myocarditis. But if you look at the risk of myocarditis from COVID itself is greater than the risk of the vaccine. Not in young men. This guy. So he's starting to at least, okay, I got to admit this now. I guess I'm going to go ahead and do this. But I'll still give uh, part of a lie out there. It's disgusting. I really hope. It happens where Rand Paul can ask him all of the questions he wants to ask, and we will actually have recording of it. Oh. And it, I don't know if that will ever happen or not. It's it, going to take a Republican president. Rand Paul said that. Yeah, yeah, it will. Well, and in the end, it won't matter. How come? It because what's going to happen? Well, I'd like to believe that there's justice. Well, there, I mean, like what, jail time for Anthony Fauci? Perhaps. That's never going to happen. Never say never. I yeah. want to believe. I want to believe in justice, David. Don't oh, take my well, justice I, from I, me If he ends up in jail, I hope he gets to keep his Anthony Fauci pillow. It's more comfortable. <laughs> no, the fact that there are so many people that still take 
his word. Oh, they do. His goal. Yeah, yeah, I know. And, and we're after he's we're the baddies proven. for pointing pointing out how many times he's lied and well, how wrong he's been. I've already seen it. I mean, look. As far as what happened during COVID, uh, I mean, the battle lines were drawn in a big way about just just about everything having to do with COVID, and the people who were most wrong about it, about lockdowns, about shutting down schools, and all of that are now coming out and not not admitting really any not taking any responsibility no. it's more like look that turned out to be the wrong thing but we were all trying to do our best that would be fine that would be fine if you then as soon as you knew corrected it they didn't yeah. do that oh no but but that that's not how they'll go they're going to memory hold the entire thing they are yeah, i mean they are they're they're doing yep. it already they are doing it yeah I mean, if I had a nickel for every one of the people that went, you guys have blood on your hands when we were just being curious about the vaccines. Yeah, because you're not supposed to ask questions. You just all this take stuff. everybody's right. word for it. And if you it. did ask a right. question, then you were killing people. It's on your heads. It's your responsible. It's like, I, well, again, nobody ever said don't do whatever. We were just saying, hey, how come these questions aren't answered? Oh, I know. That's it. But, I mean, that's just part of it. You know, part of what you're going to get. This was a crazy sort of medical story. I don't know if you happen to see this. This woman who used Ozempic. Yeah. A lot of people have used this yeah. to lose weight, and a lot of people have been very successful doing it. Um, this side effect. She got stomach paralysis. Yeah. You saw this? I did. Do you know what it means? Stomach paralysis? Yes. I think I do. It's You're unable to do anything, right? Oh, she's gonna have diarrhea the yeah. rest well, of her yeah, life. Well, yeah, because it doesn't it breaks down inaccurately. Yes. Well, it, there's nothing holding it back. Oh man, jeez. Yeah. There's no okay. I was going to, and I don't mean that to be funny. Um, well, I was gonna say there's no way to reverse that. I was gonna say there's no way to turn it around. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm saying that there <laughs> there's no way. No, you're. I guess if you eat flannel shirts, I don't. I don't know. It's going to be leaky. I mean, yeah. Were you trying to be funny when you said eat flannel shirts? Yes. <laughs> I wondered. That's terrible, man. Lots of oatmeal. I don't know. <laughs> is this a common thing, or is this just one person? I, I've I, never heard of it. It's I heard paralysis. about that uh, a couple months ago, and it's it's one of those things. Anytime there's this new, or not new, but. Uh, a new application for a drug is found, and it just catches on like wildfire. Yes. Especially in the weight loss realm. Yes. I always get nervous about it because it's like, okay, but we really don't know what this will do if you take it, especially if you're not somebody who needs it for something like diabetes control. You know, you don't, you don't really know. It's not really approved for that purpose, so be careful, guys. And now you got leaky butts. I mean, it sucks. But. Oh, golly. <laughs> Telephone for leaky butts. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I didn't need to hear that. <laughs> That's just bad. I feel bad. Well, David this poor <laughs> woman, man. I don't even, you know, listen, who am I to judge? It doesn't even look like she needed it. Yeah. Well, when anyway. David went to medical school, that's what they called it. Uh, leaky butt syndrome, yeah. And it's a syndrome. Yeah. All right. Biggest story today? It's, it's an, Outside it's, of that? It's an affliction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is the biggest story today? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, Iowa caucuses uh, going on tonight in frigid Iowa uh, today. And uh, so... Uh, you know, all eyes there. See what the whether or not the the board kind of gets 
reset in the Republican presidential primary or if it'll go the way we think it will. We'll see. And the Robbins trifecta straight ahead right here. Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. All right, before the Robbins trifecta news update, David Van Camp. Well, uh, something that happened last week at the end of last week is uh, the state of Texas decided to take over a section of the southern border uh, near Eagle Pass. Uh, basically saying, all right, feds, you're not coming in here. We're going to block you. We're going to handle this so you can focus on other areas of the border. All right. And there was some controversy about that. The Border Patrol Union chief, though, came out and said, we love this because now we can go focus on other things. Mm -hmm. Basically, the state of Texas had a legal right to arrest people for trespassing on private property. So then they were able to process these folks coming across the border, allowing the Border Patrol to go do other things elsewhere. But liberals are still having a hard time with it. Uh, even though the Border Patrol said, no, we should look at this as a uh, force multiplier is the term they used. Um, then there was some disinformation pushed out by Democrat Representative uh, Henry Cuellar. Uh, tragically, there were three uh, people who were trying to cross the river who drowned. They died. Uh, Henry Cuellar, though, claimed that Texas or that folks with the Texas Military Department um, blocked them and blocked Border Patrol from uh, doing any sort of rescue operation. So, see, and now these deaths are on Governor Abbott's hands. Well, Texas Military Department came out and said, no, we heard that there was a migrant in distress. We looked in the water. We tried. Uh, we didn't see anything. Uh, and then there were reports from the other side of the river, Mexican authorities actually had found them. But, you know, and so it is a tragedy, of course, and it happens a lot, and it's happened in record numbers under this uh, Biden administration where people have died trying to get into the United States because, well, when the borders open, more people are going to show up, and that means more people are going to freaking die. And this well, loving Joe Biden decides, well, there's nothing wrong with that. I haven't even heard the numbers from 2023 yet. I don't even know if they're out. But when you look at the numbers every year, you're almost shocked. Yeah. The amount of people that do drown trying to come across. Yeah. And it's not reported very often because that gets in the way of a narrative Yeah, from the left. But, I mean, yes, it does happen. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry. It reminds me of the whole whipping nonsense. Oh, right. Yeah, it kind of does. I thought the same thing. That is, yeah. it's, you know, their yeah. fault on this one. It's right. like, oh, they were whipping people. No, they were not whipping right. people. For crying out loud. And Biden went along with that. I mean, it never it held accountable for any of that stuff. Well, Mayorkas, remember Mayorkas? People. He was going to go after him. This cannot happen. Oh, yes. They will be punished. You know, blah, blah, blah. His, well, yeah. Yes, of course. And what was it? Brianna Keeler on CNN. Yeah. You know, uh, and I, I won't put up with it. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> right. And the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, that was a whole thing for a while. Oh, yeah. It was a big deal. What, what did he say at the time? Um, 
This was after he knew. This was after he knew the whipping did not happen. We were indeed horrified by the images. That does not reflect our policies, our training, uh, nor our values. And it is for that reason uh, that we commenced immediately a fulsome and swift investigation to determine what exactly occurred and why. And that was after he knew it didn't happen. Yeah. He just lied anyway. Couldn't let go of that story, though. Oh, it's too good for them. And there's still a bit. I'm sure there's a segment of the population that believes they were whipped. Oh, sure. To this day. I'm sure Biden hasn't said it. Because there was no correction. Some people only get their news from one, one place. source. Yeah. So what happens? All right, you ready for your big three? Yeah, let's go. Here we go. Are you ready? One, two, buckle my shoe It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Every day about this time, the Scott Robbins trifecta. His top three helped by his hero. I'm Casey Casey. Hey, buddy. How was the weekend? Good. 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 I I'm ready. Missed some good football three. in my house. Okay, I invited mm. you. Number three, three yeah, he, he's all business now. I know. Uh, Nikki Haley, there's a controversy that you want to talk about with Nikki Haley. This is just a weird thing. These things pop up. Um, the knives are out for Nikki Haley on a number of uh, people are, are joining in. I mean, Rand Paul being one of them. But... And they think she's a, you know, rhino and whatever, whatever, whatever. I, I don't have a clear thought on her yet. But she also, seen on the campaign trail, this is a big story, wearing a sweater with the text, she who dares wins. I mean, no big deal. The girl power thing, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the problem is the sweater, the designer of said sweater that Nikki was wearing is a pro-Hamas activist. <laughs> <laughs> named Alice Temperley. And she bought the sweater for $235. That's a lot of money for a sweater in yeah, my mind. Is. But anyway, now she's, uh, of course, being beaten with the big old club now over the fact that, that, you know, again, these are just these unforced stupid errors. It's like you wouldn't even think about it. You know, you see a sweater, you buy the sweater, whatever. You don't think about who designed it. Well, you're trying to get a message across with the sweater. Well, you wanted a girl power sweater. Yeah. You did. Yeah, and she got one, and oops. Sorry. So, yes. Yeah. You still like Nikki? I, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, like I told somebody this weekend, I mean, I'll vote for a potted plant before I vote for Joe Biden. So it really, I mean, it matters to me, but it doesn't matter to me on some level. Nikki Haley won't be the nominee. Agree. Yeah. I would agree with that. But she might be the VP pick. I don't know. If you had to pick between her and, uh, let's say, Vivek. Vivek gets my vote. What about her and DeSantis? DeSantis definitely gets my vote. So she's a ways back there is what you're saying. Yeah, on my in my polling, yes. Yeah, that's my what internal I'm polling by me. <laughs> that's yes. what I'm asking. Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Now, on with the countdown. Scott Robbins, trifecta, the top three of the day, up to number two. Uh, you want to talk about a guy who was arrested on a Spirit Airlines flight. Yeah, Detroit guy facing federal charges after he grabbed two flight attendants on a plane headed for Orlando and asked, hey, want to join the Mile High Club with me? FBI task force officers responded to the Spirits Airlines gate at Orlando, and they arrested him. James Warren Finster initially asked the lead flight attendant if she wanted to join the Mile High Club during the flight, of course. Uh, Finster uh, had another interaction with another female flight attendant, grabbing her and asking her if she wanted to join the Mile High Club. 
Usually, Fencer, that's all it takes. That's it. Just, just <laughs> yeah. a just suggestion and boom. You just got to ask and they're heading right to the bathroom with you, right? Okay, did I see this story somewhere? Was this this first time on a plane for this guy? Uh, no, I don't think. I didn't see that. Okay. It may have been, but I don't, didn't say so. I couldn't remember if I saw it or that was part of the fever dream on Friday. Uh, far from being me. the first, they say, to behave like this on a plane with stewardesses. Apparently, it happens with a little more regularity than you would imagine. It works for no one. It doesn't. That's the whole thing. It's like the guy with the trench go, you know, look here. How many women go, I'm going to stop what I'm doing right now, and yes, let's go. <laughs> no one does that. It's the same thing with the picks, right? Has a woman ever reacted to a pick? Look at it. Oh, take a picture of it and send it to you. <laughs> what a dumb thing. I mean, it doesn't work. It never works. It was, you made a picture. I didn't know if you meant a guitar pick. A guitar pick, maybe. <laughs> no, rarely. Yes, but, a, <laughs> but just a picture of your, yeah, that's yeah, not if, happening. If a guitar pick is on it, it might work. <laughs> <laughs> and the countdown continues. Scott Robbins, trifecta, top three of the day. And finally, yes. one. Number one, um, a lady picked up a, a vase at a Goodwill and yeah. just made a lot of money off of it. She made a ton of money off of it. Uh, she spent $3.99 on a vase. She said it just caught my eye. It was at a Goodwill. Wound up putting a picture of it online. Somebody said, hey, that's pretty valuable. Sold it recently for $100,000. She says, it's a really special piece. It will always have a special place in my heart and in my life. Well, I'll bet. She had changed my life. The money couldn't have come to me at a better time. I just glanced down and I saw it and I just liked it. And it was three ninety nine. Now... Well- Yes. What made it so special? She said, like, the colors of it, the way it looked. She thought it would look good in her house, so she just bought it. They didn't know. They had a three ninety nine price tag on it. How did she find out that it was worth all the money? Apparently, she put it online, like a picture. Hey, look what I got today at the Goodwill store, and somebody saw it and went, hey, I think that's a valuable vase. Holy cow. So she went and had it appraised, and sure enough, somebody gave her hundred grand for it. I did not know that they were even that collectible. Man. Well, it was three ninety nine because Trump was president. And it was a hundred thousand dollars when Biden became president. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know how things go up, don't yeah. you? Yeah, uh, but you know that's what. And they say in this article, they say, "Look, if you've got any sort of valuables, tell somebody before you croak that you might want to have this checked out. Now, don't just." Sell, put it in Goodwill or whatever. Yeah, but this person just thought it was a goofy vase, right? For right. $3.99. Didn't, she didn't know. Yeah. I think most of the time the, that's what happens. Somebody in their family donated. Somebody spent grandma died or whatever. They took all their stuff in and gave it to Goodwill. Yes. Not knowing what they had. So basically. And there you have it. Thank you, Casey. Thanks, Casey. Scott Robbins, trifecta. What you're saying is, if you happen to croak, make sure that your daughter, whoever, goes through all of the stuff yeah. that you've kept that are that's, quote, collectible. Yes. Well, I mean, there are some things that are obviously collectible. You have, like, platinum records. Yeah. You know, things that would Signed be more baseballs. rare. And then you have yeah. your little dolls that I don't know if they're worth much. They, well, but some you get already s- are. The, the little dolls? Yeah, because huh. they're, they're, they did an initial run, and they don't didn't make another one after that. What is the doll that is worth the uh, most? Steven Tyler, I think. How much is that worth? I don't know. Like twenty five, thirty bucks last time I checked. Oh. Well that's not exactly a hundred grand. It'll go up in value. Okay. I mean, All right. Somebody someday will cash in on my and they'll 
Well, again, the stuff that you have that's really collectible, I get it. Yeah. But sometimes there's so much stuff, it's just... They're going to give me a nice gray blanket. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to get to another news update. And Nimrod's in the news straight ahead. here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Hey guys, this is Dr. Williams, radio show host and chief scientific officer at Invite Health. And I hear from men every day about their struggles with erectile dysfunction and prostate issues from bad sleep, no energy, problems performing in the bedroom. With 25 years of satisfied customers, we know that our powerful blend of clinically studied nutrients and prostate HX can help. Order your bottle of prostate HX today and get 50% off. Order two bottles and receive a free bottle of our testosterone enhancing formula, Masculine HX. Call 800 800- Six seven one ninety nine hundred. That's eight hundred six seven one ninety nine hundred. If you want better sleep, more energy, and of course stamina, call us now for Prostate HX. And don't forget to get your free bottle of our testosterone boosting masculine HX. Call eight hundred six seven one ninety nine hundred. That's eight hundred six seven one ninety nine hundred. Or go to prostatehx.com. That's prostatehx.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. My doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline. I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. All right, the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. This is astounding. Just saw this at the Hill. You ready? Yeah. The Biden-Harris campaign says it has the largest war chest of any Democratic candidate in history. I, th- I saw this story. I find that crazy. I had no idea. Who's wow. pumping money into that deal? Usual suspects, I suppose. $117 million wow. on hand. Said it's the largest sum for any Democratic candidate in history at this point in the race. Wow. Said that it raised more than $97 million in the fourth quarter of 2023. Total includes fundraising efforts by the campaign, joint fundraising committees, and the Democratic National Committee. Do you see the big head signs they were selling this weekend <laughs> of Biden? Seriously, the big heads, you know, put in your yard. And then there were some of them he was signing, and you could get a signed one, maybe. Are you joking? I'm serious. It was wow. had, he has a dark brand and eyes in it too, like mm. the laser eyes. <laughs> it's wild. Now, what it is is a lot of corporate interests who realize that those eighty-seven thousand new IRS agents might actually come after them. So it's basically bribes. I also wonder how many people are terrified of Trump oh, getting yeah. the presidency. Oh, that—that's their message. Yeah, for a number of different reasons. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah. Like, like he's coming after them. Yes. Wow. That is astounding. Um, speaking of doing well, bringing it in, uh, price picks over the weekend, David Van Camp. Yeah, yeah nice well, job, David. So far, NFL playoffs, I'm perfect on prize picks. Um, You're awesome. Let me see. Uh, I, I, Of course, I've still got a couple more games to get through today. Uh, this Nobody the, likes a bragger, but boy, I sure like going out to dinner with them. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah, 155 bucks over the weekend. Uh, I won just by making my picks on uh, prize picks. It's a really easy way to do daily fantasy sports. You're not you know, going up against a whole lot of other players. It's just you versus the numbers. So uh, let me look past entries. Uh, so, for example, over the weekend, uh, the, the, the stat projection for Amari Cooper with, the, uh, with Cleveland was uh, would he get 76 and a half receiving yards and i said well he'd get less and well that that actually paid off because i for whatever reason i just kind of said hey i don't think he's gonna hit that mark so i won that one jake ferguson tight end for the cowboys even though the cowboys lost i won uh i thought they lean on the tight end and they did 93 yards wow yeah, you just look yeah, like one after another after another. Yeah. Yep. That's all you got to do. You look at the stat projections, you pick more or less, that's it. One good thing for you too, Scott, there's no tinkering with lineups. There's no Thank complicated God. process. No kidding. Because my head was spinning at first. I'm like, oh no, here we go. <laughs> right. But you don't have to do that. No. Good point. So then there's uh, some other, uh, well, some picks for tonight. I mean, you've got what? Mason Rudolph, quarterback of the Steelers. Yeah. Throw more uh, for 169 and a half. Yeah, and I think Josh Allen might get a little smothered, so I picked less than 224 and a half passing yards that he's projected. Yeah, the cool thing, too, is it's not just football. I mean, they let you pick from the NBA, the NHL, PGA even, college basketball, a whole lot more, too. And there is a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play even if one of uh, your players gets hurt. So you want to get started right now, go to prizepicks.com slash MVCR. Use code MVCR for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. Again, that's prizepicks.com forward slash MVCR and use the code MVCR for a first deposit match for up to 100 bucks. Prize Picks daily fantasy sports made easy. All right. Ready for Nimrods? When Hold the on. going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Dan. It's Nimrods in the news on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. I love the poorly educated. All right. Nimrods in the news. We start in Oklahoma City. Our friends there have seen some of this. Somebody is using a drone to drop and attach some uh, marital aids. Hmm. Different toys to streetlights and other hard-to-reach spots. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. First sighting last Wednesday. Someone called the cops about an adult toy stuck to the top of a traffic light. Mm. Might remember years ago this happened in Portland. This happened in, the, in yeah. some other cities, too. Yeah. Um, person also put one on a water tower and stuck another to the side of a Walmart. <laughs> Sounds like it's mainly happening in a suburb of Oklahoma City. More Oklahoma. Police not amused. They put out a statement saying the Moore Police Department does not condone the actions of this individual and finds the prank inappropriate. Trying to figure out who's doing it, whether to arrest them or just issue a fine. Are they all the same brand? They're not saying it this it's time. A marketing I, ploy. I do know it's creating a lot of buzz. <laughs> we also have this woman in Florida. She's 58. She was arrested. 
assaulted her 70-year-old ex-boyfriend with soggy bread. Really? It's the only report we have right now. We're going to be doing some digging on that. Oh, yeah. And that's Nimrod's in the news.